You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, guys? We are back. Welcome to the fantasy football. Uh, fantasy football. What was I going to say there? Like, what was I going to say? Welcome to the best fantasy football show in the world. This is Faraz Sadiqi. I'm here with Zach Rizzuto, and we're back. Wide receivers and tight ends. Going into week five, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. If you want to know more about the quarterbacks and running backs, I recorded that episode yesterday. You can go check that out. Um, Zach, uh, we had a wide receiver just completely go batshit crazy on Thursday night, and that was DJ Moore. Yeah. My goodness, dude. Eight catches, 230 yards, and not one, not two, but three touchdowns, okay? 45% target share, 49 fantasy points. No other wide receiver recorded a catch. For the Bears in this game. Okay, Justin Fields was looking his way and was looking Cole Komet's way, and that's it. But Justin Fields, 282 passing yards. Think about it. Like, Justin Fields has 282 passing yards. Okay? And DJ Moore had 230 receiving yards. Okay? (laughs) So, Fields (laughs) did have four touchdowns passing. That's eight passing touchdowns in four games. He's already more than halfway to the 17 touchdown pass mark that he had through last year. And did did it, did he just find his AJ Brown, his Stephon Diggs, his Tyreek Hill, right? Like Jalen Hurts got his guy, Josh Allen got his guy, Tua got his guy. What's up, man? Are, are, are we seeing what we think is happening here? Do your eyes deceive you? I mean, I'm not <laughs> going to say they do, but I'm also not going to say they don't. You know. I thought that the whole four touchdown passes from Justin Fields thing was going to be something that stayed in week four. I wasn't expecting him to turn around and throw four more touchdowns, Justin Fields, this week. And the fact that they all went to DJ Moore tells me that, okay, there is a little something here, you know? And boy, do we all, not, not just us, we weren't the only ones saying time to sell DJ Moore, time to sell Justin Fields. But 
boy, do we look stupid. <laughs> I was about mm-hmm. to, we're, we're fighting, we're fighting over the uh, wide receiver rankings graphic right now. You know, we're trying to st- decide what we want to do because there's a bunch of injuries. And at this point, I might just throw, we don't have it posted yet. I might just throw DJ Moore at the top so we look good. At number but, one. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, could this be? I mean, this is, it looked like on paper, that's what it could be. And for the past two weeks, we've seen it. And I'm going to go back to what we saw it last season. It took Justin Fields a couple games to get, you know, revved up, warmed up. Suddenly he's throwing really well and he was running the ball a little bit too. You know, like he had 11 rush attempts. It wasn't obviously still not to the standard that we'd like to see last year, but if the passing game is going to be like this, you know, why, why not? Like, I think this looks like Justin Fields could be taking that next step. Now they're one and four. <laughs> so I'm not going to get ahead of myself here, put the cart before the horse, but I am going to say that this is exactly what you wanted to see. And they've made up for pretty much any loss value that they had over the first three weeks in these past two weeks. And if this is what we see the rest of the way, I mean, I think their campaigns to be DJ Moore, he could be a top 15 wide receiver and Justin Fields as a top five quarterback. They're very much alive if they can sustain this level of play. So definitely encouraging. I'm not going out on a limb here saying that this is one of those AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs situations, but we knew DJ, DJ Moore was capable of doing that for Justin Fields. And this is the first time we've seen two games in a row now where they, they've been difference makers for each other. And that's good to see. I had DJ Moore as my wide receiver 23 going into the week. So not bad, but uh, he should have been ranked as number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So by the way, Josh Allen and Tua Tagovailoa, they need two more passing touchdowns like this week to match what Justin Fields currently has for the season. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, he needs three touchdowns this week to pa- to match what Justin Fields has on the season in passing touchdowns. Okay. So now what do we do? Like, is Crazy. there a potential that this breakout is, is upon us for these two? Like, I was just saying to sell DJ Moore after this last game, and that was apparently a bad idea. So we have Minnesota next week, right? We have Vegas the following week. We have the Chargers the week after that. <laughs> Those are three good matchups, dude. You know, so... yeah. And now that you know, if you have DJ Moore, you didn't sell him. Whatever, you know, I don't think any, I don't think you're going to be willing to sell him at this point, right? Like after what we just saw, because now DJ Moore has two 100 yard games, and he has one 200 yard game <laughs> in five games. Okay, so that's three right. games right there that he had a pretty good game, and it's like, all right, well, maybe it's here to stay, you know. And we have a true breakout here for a good player that we've been banging on the table for in terms of like. He's a, we knew that he was a good player. We just hoped that he was in the right situation to, for it to be t- taken advantage of. And this could be that this could be what's happening here. So, so yeah. So, so we'll see, man. It, it's amazing what five days can do to change the narrative around a player going into week four, you know, Sunday was, I guess six, five days ago, whatever it was, five days, two games in five day span. And it's amazing the one the 360 the not the 360 the 180 that we've done on Justin Fields and DJ Moore because going into week four ahead of the Broncos is like yeah maybe you could start them you know against the Broncos they had a good game it's like eh still want to pump the brakes a little bit here and now they go out and do this against the commanders I thought the commanders defense I didn't think they were that bad like <laughs> they looked really bad I last mean, night dude the commanders were in the game with the Eagles they took them to overtime okay like right they were a six-point favorite in this game, okay? And Brian Robinson looked like a smash play, right? They completely abandoned the run with the Bears. The Bears went up 27-3 to in the first half. Uh, I saw a stat from uh, Nathan Young from PFF on Twitter. 
The commanders dropped back to pass 55 straight times without a designed run at all from 849 left in the second quarter until the end of the game. They didn't run the ball once in three and a and what is that two and a half quarters, dude? That's insane. Yeah. And by the way, that is the most ever uh, going back to 2006 at the very least, because that's the last. That's PFF only has data up until 2006. So <laughs> who knows how long before that? That that. And so it's nuts. The game script yeah. was supposed to be there for Brian Robinson. It was not, in fact, there. Um, and because of that, he had a shitty week. So yeah. it is what it is. What are you going to do? The matchup coming up for the Bears, though, just one thing. I did talk about it a little bit. I did say about Justin Fields on the buy-sell episode on Wednesday. I did say maybe you hold him. Hopefully he took that advice a little bit because these matchups look great coming up. I forgot to mention that when you talk mm-hmm. about the matchups. You got Chargers, Raiders, Vikings. Like They're all great matchups that you could take advantage of. And If this is what <laughs> we can expect, this tight target distribution at the top, I'd love to see what uh, DJ Moore's air yard share was. Like that's gotta be ridiculous. Um, oh yeah. Just like these matchups coming up, if they can do what they did against the commanders, like that, I think the commanders are objectively better than the Broncos on defense right now, but you got more of the same coming up in the next three weeks. This could be huge. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Darnell Mooney could have had like a 75-yard touchdown as well. But for right. some reason, he turned around on a ball that would have been there if he just kept running. Like he mm-hmm. turned around and jumped for it. I don't know why. He was running straight. Justin Fields threw it for him to lead him for a potential touchdown. And he ended up just like turning around and he didn't catch it. So could have been even a bigger it couldn't it could have been a five touchdown day for Justin Fields. That's how that's that's the situation right now which is yeah. nuts. Now, on the other side of the ball, both Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert got banged up in this game. Herbert was looking good until he sustained an ankle injury in the second half, and Roshan had a concussion early. So we'll see how bad Herbert's injury is. It could be a high ankle sprain. There is some word that it could be that. We'll see. Um, but it's possible we see Roshan play next week since he has some extra time to potentially clear the concussion protocol, similar to how Luke Musgrave Last Thursday night, the Packers played, right? Musgrave sustained a concussion that game, but he just got cleared. So he's able to play yeah. the following week, right? So Because he, he had that extra time. Maybe that's the case for Roshan. So if Khalil Herbert is banged up, we could see Roshan potentially uh, be the guy uh, the following week. If Roshan cannot be get cleared, then Deontay Foreman is the next man up, and he would be the pickup to play against Minnesota. Okay. A couple of big games for tight ends last night, right? Cole Komet, we mentioned, 5 for 42 and a touchdown, right? It's interesting. You know, he only ran around on 73% of dropbacks. It's still a, a decent number, okay? So it's not – he is hyper-targeted on the routes that he does run, so it's not the end of the world there, right? So he is one of Justin Fields' favorite targets. I mean, clearly his second favorite target, like clearly. And, you know, yeah. Fields is going to continue to do what he's doing right now. I think Komet is a top 10 fantasy tight end moving forward, Okay. Logan Thomas had 11 targets, easily led all commanders receivers. And of course, right? Like, of course, Logan Thomas has to be the guy, right? When you have Terry McLaurin and you have Jahan Dotson, of course, like 
Give, make sure that Logan Thomas gets the ball. Nine for 77 and a touchdown on 11 targets for Thomas, 23% target share. He was already seeing the required route participation um, right around 78, 79% before this game. And in this game, right, he got that as well. So he should be rostered after this game. Like he's going to join that like weekly tight end carousel game that we've been playing all season so far to like try to figure out like who are those like random tight ends that you pick up on the waiver wire that's going to end up being an every week starter. Turned out yep. it's like none of them so far, <laughs> except except Sam Laporta, like early on, week one and week two. So he he became right. a top five tight end. We'll see if that happens to any of these other guys. But uh, but yeah, quite the eventful feel, game though. Yeah, really eventful. It just feels like tight ends at this point. Like it's just ride the hot hand. Like I'm at to the point where it's like if I'm not drafting Travis Kelsey and T or TJ Hawkinson or any of them. Like I, I'm just streaming guys. Cause at this point you can't rely on week to week consistency with any other tight end. Like remember all the hype there was about Chiga Conquo, even with <laughs> Deandre Hopkins going to the you, Titans. You, you mean like, all of the hype that I have been creating for him? Yes. I, <laughs> there was yes, all that. I, I was in that. on Chiga Conquo too. I was sitting there. I had, I, I had Chiga Conquo and I had like Irv Smith on my dynasty like the bottom of my roster i'm like these guys are gonna blow up i'm gonna have all this extra value like not even close like just pl playing tight ends is such a difficult job anymore it's like it almost is un not enjoyable it takes away from the game i'm gonna start should outlawing just, tight end should we just remove the tight end position from our from our league dude like you know just have like a wide receiver slash tight end spot yeah flex you know what i'm saying the people who draft travis kelsey like dallas goddard isn't even doing anything this year that's how it's bad kelsey it is. it's a little bit of andrews it's laporta it's obviously and hawkinson and that's it kittle had like one good game outside quiet. of that he's really it. quiet yeah crazy and then, ends, and then like cole Komet's gonna enter the top five at some point 2400 sports is an odyssey company 